welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered with your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your Heart-Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman. Thanks for joining us today. Now, I hope every I know I sound like a broken record, people. I know. I really am on a mission. This whole idea of sales being that icky, sleazy, pushy thing, it needs to go away. We and the people I have on my show are all heart-centered, and our objective is sharing love. So we're always coming from this place of love, care, and respect. And I really want you to feel it. I really want you to learn it. And I want you to join my movement because enough of this icky stuff, okay? Um, Also, to help you on that little shift of that mindset journey that you're on, to go from, oh, sales, I hate it, to it's part of my job to grow my business and to help me serve more people. And that's really where we're coming from. I have on my website, go to Whitman Associates, so it's W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C.com slash CSA for communication style assessment. It's free. It's my gift to you and it will help you identify your superpowers and it will help you identify those blind spots. I guarantee those blind spots are what's making that whole sales conversation or those conversations with clients that little bit of uncertainty. So take it Whitmanassos.com slash CSA, my gift to you. Now, I have my motivational quote today is by Tony Alessandra, and Tony says, In selling, as in medicine, prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. So take a minute. When you hear that word sales, really, really, what do you think? Is it that icky, icky, sleazy, pushy kind of yuck in your mind? Now, what if, though, I told you that sales really is something that could be super fun? enjoyable for you, and even more enjoyable for your prospects and clients. So I know most of you are now rolling your eyes going, there she goes again. Well, today you're in store for a real treat. I'm not just, it's not just me who feels that selling from this place of love, care, and respect is the only way to go. It's fun and cool. Of course, my guest today is a mirror image of me, okay? High energy and all. So strap yourself in for today's conversation. So my amazing guest is Janelle Kennedy. Now, uh, Janelle is a Las Vegas native who works as a business development officer for a mortgage company called Alderis Mortgage. And she's also a local business connector, although with COVID and Zoom, she has become a global connector like myself, and that's why we're connected. Now, she wants to inspire others with her enthusiasm and joy for connecting and helping others achieve their goals. She uses her positivity and creativity to better the lives of those around her, and I fell in love with her immediately, so please help me welcome my amazing guest, Janelle, to the show. So, Janelle, thank you for being on. Thank you for having. I'm so excited. Yeah, so I just want to share real quick, Janelle. Um, so everybody listening, Janelle and I are in a networking group that's, I think it's 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 international at this point. We're on a couple yeah. of different continents. Anyway, I was reading through some of the bios on the platform, you know, the website platform for this networking event, and I read Janelle's bio, and she had the word positivity, plus, the, you know, obviously the business development. 
And I sent her an email. I'm like, I got to meet you. I love that word positivity <laughs> in your bio. So right the first time we talked, Janelle yeah. said, I was right in my bio. Everybody's like, you got to put the bio up. And she goes, and I was like, yeah, should I put positivity? I said, well, I connected yeah. with you because of that word, right? So yeah. how we show up or how people perceive us is really what matters, right, Janelle? That's exactly right. You know, it's funny because when I'm writing a bio or I'm writing something about myself, I struggle, you know, because it's so second nature for me just to be me. Yep. So I ask those around me to say, you give me the description of what what you see in me and, and what is it that um, resonates with you. So that word positivity, they're like, you're constantly positive about everything. And I said, then that's what I'm going to put in there because that's what I want to attract. So, and who did you attract? Miss, Miss, yeah. my glass is always half full, right? So <laughs> I, I totally hear you. All right. So first question, you work for sure. a mortgage company. Just give us a little background. So like, where'd you come from? How did you land on, first of all, a full-time sales position? That's really what you do, but why mortgage? Okay. So, uh, oh my gosh, there's just such a history here. <laughs> so I'll start, I'll start with the beginning of my journey. Um, I started my sales probably in my twenties, I'm going to say I was working for, um, so here in Las Vegas, a lot of production shows on yeah. the strip. There's sure. a lot of things like that. So I work for a production company. It's actually a pyrotechnic company, indoor fireworks. Cool. So we did a lot of shows. We did a lot of, uh, the car shows coming in car reveals for Chrysler. We did a lot of video, uh, tours, rock tours, things like that. And that consumed a lot of my time in my 20s. I would say I learned a lot. I had a great life with that job, but it was nonstop, you know, day and night, day and night. But I will say it really kind of paved the way in my sales because uh, working for a, you know, a company where you have a product that not everybody needs, but you want them to want it for yeah, their show, sure. that's a really hard sell sure. because I had to tell people, hey, and it wasn't cheap. I'd have to go to a producer and say, here's something we would love to add to your show, but this is how much it's going to cost. They go, we already have our budget. So it was talking them into something, right? So I learned to paint a picture. I learned to paint that experience for them to say, no, this is going to wow your 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 audience, whoever that might be. Um, so I learned from a very young age, really how to connect and what it was that I really needed to do. So um, after so many years of that, I'm, I was done and I didn't know what to do. I had a friend of mine that was a broker, real estate broker, and I talked him into hiring me. And how I did that was I knew his business. I was a family friend of his for many years. I knew his mark. I'm very good at marketing too. I'm sales and marketing. I have that both the, that mindset. And I produce, you know, with realtors when they're doing an open house or there's some sort of flyer that goes to the property, right? I went and created one without him even knowing because I wanted him to see what my talent was. And I went over to their house for dinner one night. His wife already knew. So I'm going to talk to Tom tonight. I'm going to tell him he needs to hire me. She's like, oh my gosh. So I went in, I slid the flyer after dinner right in front of him. And I said, here's something I wanted to show you and something I want to talk to you about. And um, eventually just kind of talked him into hiring me. Um, didn't know real estate at all. Once I got into it, it seems so easy and natural for me once I kind of got how that works. So that's what I've been in the real estate industry for 24 years now. So 
just move me along. Yeah, you know? I, I want to unpack a couple of things. So first of all, you said that with the producer, I want to step back to that one, right? Where the production okay. company and you had to go to the producers and it was a big ticket item. You yeah. learned, and, and I love that you shared that visualization. If people can't visualize using and whatever your service or your product or whatever it is, yep. how, and it always, you, you started with, this is what's in it for you and your audience. It wasn't, mm -hmm. I could do this and I could do that and I could do this and I could yeah. do that. Nobody cares. It was mm -hmm. about, hey man, this is what you're trying to create. Let me tell you how we can enhance the experiential yes. end of with your audience, right? So painting that picture, I think is such a critical tool mm -hmm. for sales so that if, and here's the other thing though, uh, Janelle, you knew they were your target market. You knew that you oh, yeah. can enhance, <clears throat> excuse me, what they were trying to create. It's not like you said, well, they really, they really don't need me. You were like, no, man, you need this because it's going to enhance right. and amplify your message in this way. So that was my first thing. It was all about the client. Notice it wasn't about Janelle and she painted the picture. People can visualize things in their life or not things in their life. So if you can help them visualize why your product or service or your zone of genius is going to help them get better results for their clients, prospects, whatever it is, audience, whatever it is they're creating, you have to paint that picture because they don't know what you do. You know what you do. So that was number one. <clears throat> the second thing you said, you cracked me up. You are an aggressive person. Now, let me just, let me clarify that. Everybody hears the word aggressive and they go, oh yeah, aggressive, pushy. See, there's the pushy sales. No, no, no. I am also aggressive, but I, and I know you well enough, Janelle, we get stuff done. We, if we tell you we're going to do X, not only do we do X, we do X and Y for you, right? Yeah. So when yes. I say aggressive, I mean, we put the burden on ourselves. We show up in just a big way. But aggressive to me is showing up in a big way in a respectful manner. And you mm -hmm. and I, when we first met, it was all about if I'm not the right person for the client and my peer or my partner here in the in, in your office specifically yeah. is a better match. You know, you're like, I'll, I'll introduce them. I'm not the right fit for everybody. And that's OK. So when yeah. I say when I use Janelle, that word aggressive, that you're like an aggressive meaning you knew you can help your friend out with his real estate business. You knew mm -hmm. he really needed to hire you, but why should he hire you? He wasn't looking to hire anybody. You were aggressive in how you shared how you mm -hmm. can help him make his life easier and, oh, by the way, make his business expand. So that respectful, yeah. aggressive um, kind of stance, I think, is important. And when I say aggressive, for me, it means I'm very proactive with my clients, my prospects. If I see an article that I think Janelle will benefit from, I get nothing from it. I'm like, ooh, I got to send that to her. She's going to love this article. I'll spend my time curating and sending that article because you mean a lot to me, right? You're my client or prospect or right. colleague, whatever it is. That to me is what I say aggressive. So they were just a mm -hmm. couple of things I wanted to share. And I love that at dinner at the end, you, you, had, right, you had the dinner and wine. You lubed them up with the wine, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, a martini. But, but again, <laughs> it goes back to what you did, the visual, right? It's that mm -hmm. visualization. People have to understand how you're going to benefit them. And you're all about the what's in it for, in this case, case it was your friend, the business owner, mm -hmm. how you can yeah. help him with his business. So I just love that. Next yes. thing, I want you to define for everybody, I love you for saying this, marketing 
and sales, two different things. And I love that you said you're kind of good at both. First, I want you to explain marketing. What is that marketing hat when you wear it? What is your objective? Your sales hat when you go into the sales conversation, what hat, what, what does that hat look like? So I really want people to understand the difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in my marketing side, I, I again, obviously when I'm per- providing visual stuff, I'm a visual person. So I'm processing what that value would be. So that's my marketing side is I'm thinking, how can I help them get to A to B, you know, bigger and better, right? Yep. So the marketing is this is how we can get it. But the sales part is how I deliver it. So that to me is I'm preparing myself um, to show the value. But my presentation, my sales is how I'm going to approach that with them so that they get what I'm saying. So then they get what the next step would be. That's so. Right. That's how I look at my sales and marketing hats. It's two different things, but they both, they, you need each other. You need each other. And it's funny because I'm not good at marketing. I'm not good at writing copy and things like that. I know, I know what I say live and I know I'm good at live and I'm good at talking, right? That's, that's kind of my, my super genius, but writing and getting that down in a clear, succinct I, mm-hmm. When I talk, because you're talking through it, right? There's a visual of energy or hearing energy, but that written word, I don't know how to concisely say what I want to say and have that spin where people go, oh, that's brilliant. I don't know how to do that. So I have to hire marketing people. So I, right. I really, I love that you were like, well, I could do both, but they're two different things. And people mm-hmm. make me crazy because they go, oh, you're marketing. No, no, no. That is not my zone of genius. Please don't ask me to do. And here's the thing. Honestly, if I did marketing for anyone, it, it would be an epic failure. I would never even want to present myself that I can help them with their marketing. I can help them with their messaging with the customer and looking from the benefit perspective and ha- have them craft that and then mm-hmm. hand it off to the marketing piece and piece to help with that, the story of the visualization, right? Mm-hmm. I can help right. you verbally do that with the conversation, but I can't help you get that in copy and websites and all that stuff. That's the two, the two pieces of the puzzle. So thank you for that clarity um, of the yeah. one opens the door, this, which yeah. is marketing. The sales is the actual conversation. That's the human to human component, yes. not the digital component, right? Right. That's the, and that's, that's what the they difference. need. They need to hear it. That they again, need to, great. they need to process it because some do not process what they're reading, That's or right. they can't conceptualize what that will mean. So, but again, I mean that's years of identifying personalities and the types and what's the response, and that's all been you know obviously a learning curve, and I've had coaches along the way as well. But um, definitely knowing your audience, I know we hear that term all the time, but it is so true. And there's times where I'm somewhere and there's a sales thing going on and they are not talking. I'm kind of critiquing them because I'm like, you don't even, you're not talking to your right audience. You're not listening. Like none of, no one's engaged with you right now. So I can see it. I now identify that with other salespeople and it drives me totally crazy. Um, because I'm like, you're not connecting. You are so not connecting with that end user. Yeah. And that, that's really what we want. 
to do. It, and, and that's why I think you and I gelled immediately because we're both all about connecting and who do you need to meet and who do I need to meet? And it's this collaboration yeah. of, Hey, let's, let's share our genius with others and how can we help others and how can we help each yeah. other? Right. That's that first meeting. That's kind of where we came from. And immediately I'm like, chick, you gotta be on my show. This, your energy is stupendous. <laughs> and I, but I knew we could create good content for the yeah. show, for the listeners, so they walk away with some value added. And sometimes distinction, I think, is important. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share recently, I, I had an experience. You, you were talking about the, the icky sales, right? Where you think, yeah. wow, man, you're talking at your peeps. You're not yes. having a conversation with them. You're not listening. Yeah. And, and my rule of thumb, a couple of things. My, my main rule of thumb is when you're with a client or a prospect or you're learning about someone, they should be talking 70% of the time. You really mm -hmm. should be talking 30%. And that 30% yeah. you should be or have crafted really good questions to get them to talk the 70%. You can't just say, hey, listen, uh, I want to get to know you. So you're on the clock. 70% is you. 30% is me. <laughs> it's ridiculous, no. right? I have to ask those, those, those exploratory questions, but you should mm -hmm. be talking 70% of the time. So now I had this recent experience, a gentleman I met, it was, I wanted to take a shower after. Okay. Now I haven't <clears throat> had that experience in quite some time. So here's yeah. the other thing. And I, I don't know if you find this, but I, and you're, you're my people, Janelle, right? We truly yeah. believe about connecting, building yeah. relationships and how can I serve? And I think we, we live and breathe that to our core, right? It's in our DNA. Do. Mm -hmm. This gentleman was very good at talking the talk about, oh, I'm all about relationships and I'm all about this. And at the end of the conversation, it became, you know why you really need me? Because I can do this for you and I can do that for you and I can do that for you. And I thought, dude, you don't even know what I've done, who I have working for me. You, you, you are telling me, and it was the, you need me because, and honest to God, I was talking to my business manager. Um, I'm sorry, my business coach the same day. And I said to Michael, I go, I needed a shower. And as a salesperson to have, I go, I can't even imagine how, yeah. his potential audience or clients, he must mm -hmm. be very repulsive. He repelled me big t to the end yeah. degree. It was, I really wanted a shower. So there's a difference. If people walk away from you feeling they need a shower and it's all about you, stop, stop. Don't, don't be a salesperson then or learn how to sell or hire someone to teach you, but stop because it's, you're, you're having a repulsive effect versus mm -hmm. an attractive um, effect, right? So yeah. really important, that distinction as well. Well, and I think for me, when I'm talking to someone, I don't do the typical question of tell me what you do. Okay. If I hear that one more time, I might puke because it's not about that. I want to know what your passion is of why you do it. Right. So I, I'm like, tell me a little bit about why it is, or what are your goals for the year? I'm a numbers. And I always say, I'm a numbers person. What does that look like for you? How many more do you need? That that tells me what I can do for you at that point, right? Because all of our, I, I, I think that's just in my businesses, it's always been about production numbers. It could be revenue, it could be units, right? We're all doing the same exact thing, right? So I, when I ask those questions, they look at me like, oh, well, um, well, you know, I guess I need, you know, three more clients. And I'm like, okay, well, see that, that resonates with me because now I know if I bring one to you, that's a third of what you need. 
This is awesome. Let me see if I can bring one client over to you, right? But they need to readjust how they present what their need is. That's right. In my opinion, because I don't really know what it means. I don't know your business enough at that point, right? Okay, you do this. Okay, so so you're here. Obviously, you need some additional clients or business. You're, we're all here for the same reason. How do you measure that? And what is it that you want for this next year? That's right. And then that's when they open their mind and go, oh, well, I guess I do need this. And then that's when I say, great, that's all I need to know. And I'm going to try and find and connect somebody that will work for whatever it is. And then they go, oh, it's it, it almost kind of puts their sales guard down yeah. in a sense. They don't feel like they have to tell me A to Z on what they do. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm not sure I really want to know A to Z in this conversation. That's right. Right. I want to know you and I want to know what drives you and I want to know how I can help you. But I've got to know the number to know what how impactful that is. Absolutely. So it's me, results. It's a different conversation. Yeah, the, it is the quantification to get the results. Now here, you, right. again, you said some genius things in there. Janelle, I'm going to pull them out, right? Got, just to reiterate, because, okay. you know, I know we talk fast. And so I always want to pause so the people, sure. my folks listening can say, oh, yeah, yeah, wait, I did miss that. Or, yeah, Con, that was good. I'm glad you reinforced that. Yep, that makes sense. So I just want to uh, kind of pull that apart quantification when we could put a number or a tangible result what it does yes. is it provides clarity for whoever we're talking to the clearer mm -hmm. the conversation between us you and i with our client or a prospect or who we're connecting with in our network the clearer yeah. i have who you are and what you need, the easier it is for me to connect. So another really good question, like Janelle said, what is your goal, right? Tell me what that means. Okay, you want to make 10,000 more. What does that translate into the number of exactly. sales you need to make or the number of people typically you need to yeah. talk to to do that? As soon as that becomes super, super clear, the next question then is, then who's your ideal client? If I mm -hmm. went into my pool of thousands of people I know, who can I pull out that is going to be perfect for your zone of genius? I have the people. I don't, I a thousand people in there. Who do I yeah. pick? You have to clearly tell me that. And then I could tell you whether they can help you with the results you're going to offer, whether you're a good match for my people before I do the introduction. So it's all about that clarity of the conversation. And you have mm -hmm. to get really good at crafting the right questions for you to use right. with those you're talking to before you can connect. And that, and that was just really brilliant the way you positioned it. But again, you're not doing the talking, they're doing the talking. Yes. And mm -hmm. and it was funny because when you and I met, I think the, the first question, because I'm always thinking about the show, I loved your personality. I'm like, wow, she'd be a wild guest to have on, right? <laughs> Plus you're on topic, right, for the heart-centered sales leader. Yeah. But really for yeah. leadership people, they can yeah. learn from you as well. So you were to me immediately, but my next question was, who's your ideal client? Because then I know, because you're a mortgage mm -hmm. person. And I think in our conversation, I said, no, you don't just do Vegas, right? Like you could do national. And you said, yes, yeah. national. We, we are a broker. We can help mm -hmm. everybody. We shop the best mortgage and, and all those mm -hmm. other things. So again, but what's your ideal client? Can you, because if you, if you're only in Vegas, well, now my pool of people in Vegas yeah. are this big, if that's yeah. who I can send her. So that mm -hmm. clarity of conversation is really, really uh, super critical. Talk to everyone about, so now do that for me. 
define, so I'm asking you the question, right? Your potential client or, or we're networkers, right? So we're networking together. So in our conversation, for instance, I said to Janelle, how can I serve you? So tell me who is your ideal client so that when I run into them, or if I think of somebody, make me visualize how I could support you. Now answer that question. What is your ideal client for my listeners? Okay, so my ideal client is uh, business owners. I know this this is going to sound very broad, but the project that we're working on is an employee benefit program. So we are offering this to employers. It's a free benefit for their employees on the mortgage and the real estate side. So there's fees waived, lender fees are waived from us, and then we have uh, the commission 20% commission back to the borrower as well. So there's huge savings. This is very ideal for people who have people relocating because we've seen this type of program with those types of businesses or relocation companies. Typically, an employer will have to pay for that for their employee to move. I'm giving you a product where you don't have to pay for it and they still get that same amount of money to move. So ideally, it could be relocation. I'm looking for business owners of um, businesses with 250 plus employees. That would be ideal for me. And it can be across the country. We've obviously started this here in Las Vegas. It is spreading like wildfire. It's like we started it in 2019 and we have not stopped. And it has just been this. this. But, But here's the deal is. We are very much about helping families. We don't talk about in our sales meetings about how many loans we have for the month. That is not in our vocabulary. We're about how many families did we help this month? I love it. And that's the number that we have. And so for us, we wanted to create a product that was going to help someone. It helps two people. It helps the employer bottom line, right? And then it helps the person coming over. It's either going to retain the employees that they have, or it's going to grab more employees because they have such a strong benefit. And in the current environment that we've been in, it was even more so because we had, we had a meeting about it, um, you know, when everything shut down and we're like, is anybody even going to be around? Is there going to be any HR person? Is there anyone I can talk to? And I, I looked at Kobe and I said, we have to keep moving now more than ever. These people need us. That's right. These people who have employees need a refinance. They need to pull money out to help them throughout the year. I'm like, this message is even greater in my mind than it was when I started it. Yeah. And I said, we have got to keep moving forward. And we did. And I just kept on just saying, hey, we're here to help you. We're here to help you. We're here to help you to all of the people that I was already prospecting to. And we have people signing up because they really saw the value in that. It made them feel that they were helping their employees. Yeah. And that's what we wanted them to to feel. Yeah. You know, we're rolling this out as this is something that you're doing for them. This is not about it's not about us. We're just giving you the tool to help them. And 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 that's so brilliant. And see this is to me that's sales, right? It's that yeah. win, win, win. I call it the trifecta. So yeah. the business owner wins, right? They, they save money on their bottom line. And with COVID, you know, how many businesses went out of business? So every dollar that we could have saved is just a blessing, right? The second piece, you know, moving 
It's stressful when you have kids. It's stressful. Yeah. So one of the most most stressful things in life, right? What do they say? Divorce, death, and moving, and, and a new job. They're the four most stressful things we go through as humans. So moving, like, holy crap. And then, like you said last year with COVID, if we could take the angst of it and the yeah. cost away of that moving expense because money was so tight again mm-hmm. because of COVID, you know, it's, it's that win for the business, win for the cl- their their employee right the client yeah. for you and the yeah. kicker is it's a win for your organization so yeah. nobody was hurt by it everybody yeah. profited from this new way of approaching relocation mm-hmm. and and refinancing or getting loans yeah. for a mortgage whatever it is it's the win for the business the win for their employee and the win yeah. for your company that's the trifecta and then what ends up happening Janelle is you don't have to sell it like like the old version of sales it's a conversation about hey man this is how i can help you i think it's a perfect fit because of help them visualize that and then the mm-hmm. business owner saying where have you been? I could have yeah. used this for the past 10 years with clients yeah. or, or people in my, in my organization that I've relocated, et cetera. So again, mm-hmm. it's the businesses, 250 people where there's relocation and other things where there's mortgages involved for their employees. Yeah. How much more clear can you get? To me, that's a very um, distinct clarification again that clarity of who's your ideal client so guys Mm -hmm. you need to get really clear when you're talking to your clients what is their objective right what is the results they're searching for and can you truly help them move the needle and if you can through that clarifying that clarity of conversation that's how when you tell them how you what your solution is there and and i it's funny i'm working with a marketing person clarifying and getting my message really clear but for me, and I, th- Janelle, I'm curious to hear your perspective on this. When I personally, Connie Whitman, get to the point with a client or a prospect of saying, hey, I think this is a good fit, three things are going to happen. Either the person, and, and I position it in one of these three ways. I position it as, listen, I think this is like we're a match made in heaven. I think we should move forward. What do you think? Now, I've done all of the benefits to them. There should be no further conversation. If the client is the right client, they will always say, yeah, this is a no-brainer. What's the next step? Second thing I might say is, you and I, we are a match made in heaven. We are destined to work together. You are not ready for me right now. You need to clarify your marketing. You need to organize X, Y, Z. Three months from now, that's when we can start to build that next piece of your business or whatever it is. So we do business, yep timing is off. Let's follow up with each other. Keep me abreast of what's going on down the road. You and I, man, we're going to, we're going to create some magic, but here's the foundation you need to build before you're ready for me. Or the third one is Janelle. I am not the right person for you. I have a friend, Cindy. She's the person you need to meet. Now think about that as a connector, right? When I introduce Cindy or Josephine or Peter or whoever it is, the person I'm talking to, what's the level of them buying from the person I'm referring to? What what happens, up or down? Oh, yeah. It's going to be up. It, like you have an 80% chance of making that oh. sale because the person yeah. trusts me because I didn't screw them because I didn't do the yeah. wrong thing. I'm like, ah, I'm not the person. I can't take your money. This is really yeah. the person who has the zone of genius you need. Notice, Janelle, I did not say objection. When you get to that point, yeah. 
I never get objections because if I'm not the right person for the person, I'm telling them, hey, man, you and I, we are not meant to work together. I don't have anyone for you. This is really what you need to look for. 90% of the time, somebody in my network, I can share. Are you Mm -hmm. now, when you get to that point, are you kind of the same, the role, the same way? I'm just curious. I am. Yeah. And I'm going to shift a little bit from what my, what we had talked about on my need as far as the businesses. And this is more reflective. uh, So I have a lot of uh, commercial banker referral partners. Mm -hmm. Okay. We work, we are great marriage because I don't do what they do. They don't do what I do. But I am their resource that I get leads constantly from their clients. And they'll call me and say, okay, Jen, I'm going to send you this. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm like, let me talk to the client. So then I kind of get the rundown on the loan. And I am immediately like, look, you work with Joyce. That is awesome. I've known Joyce for 18 years. This is great. I'm solidifying that relationship with the person that Beautiful. calls me, number one. Beautiful. Secondly, I say, I'm not sure if we can. I need to get more details. We may or may not. Are we? Do you understand? Yes, I understand. It may be a longer, you know, and it's usually more on a jumbo loan. It's a higher loan. It's required. Maybe it's a business owner. It requires a little bit more. I That's always let finessing. them know that up front. I can't tell you that there has been anybody that, if I haven't been able to, that hasn't been upset. They've been, but like you said this from the from the beginning, we knew what the expectation was. I set that expectation and say, I will do my best. And now when I get these referrals, uh, it is amazing. They'll say, I just told that you're the girl that handles this. I'm like, okay. You know, because I am honest and I do tell them whether or not we can or cannot. Absolutely. If we cannot, then I will say, but I do have more people in my in my uh, tool belt here. Let me find someone for you who can do that. And then they're like, okay, great. And I, if I can connect them, I will. There's, there's always this flow from how I'm getting it and how I'm releasing it. And it's never me letting them just go, sorry, I can't do that. I'm finding that solution or that person that possibly can with their circumstance. So it is an ongoing thing. And, And if I don't get the loan, I am okay with that. Absolutely. It is not about that for me. Absolutely. It is about building that because you know why? Because that stands out and I want to stand out to somebody. I want to be that person that they say, you know what? She's different than, than the other 10 people we've talked that's to. Right. That's more, that's drives me more than anything, Absolutely. to be honest with you. Absolutely. And, that's why you and I hit it off. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. And you see, yeah. it's the same thing. I, and, and the other thing I said, I love that you said is let's have a conversation. Yeah. There's, there's several things we have to address. I just, I will do everything in my power to make it happen and use the resources if I can't. Yeah. Uh, every step of the way, I'll be real, real clear whether we can or can't. Again, it's that clarity of the conversation. So you're never yeah. leaving someone high and dry or yeah. where you kind of pull the rug out for them. To me, that's just an icky way to be. You want to make sure that you, you approach everyone with a level of integrity and that yeah. commitment to them. I will do my best. See, that goes back to my aggressive. You aggressively yeah. show up for that yeah. client, whether you know you can help them or not, you're going to mm-hmm. peel back every layer of the onion to find the answer for them. That's who I do business with. That's who I refer. And that's the other thing too. And then we're out of time, but referrals guys in your, in your uh, orbit, networking, networking, Janelle and I could do a whole nother thing on networking, (laughs) but you have to get in your network, your people. 
that think yeah. and live the way you do, not the icky yeah. sl- sleazies. You need to get people who are heart-centered as part of your network so that when you do go to refer, you refer with such um, love and such conviction that, again, you know that that person is going to be able to help your family, client, whoever it is, um, mm-hmm. and do it with integrity. So I build your network but those, the, and I love the name of my show because of that. We really have to come from that heart-centered place. And and I, I'll go back to my conversation before with the icky guy. Um, mm-hmm. He was great at talking the talk. And at first yeah. I thought, oh man, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. And then there was a piece where I thought, holy crap, he talks the talk really well. He is, I'm just honed in because I've been doing this yeah. for 38 years. You know, you've been yeah. doing it 20 something years. Um Icky comes out, let me tell you, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not walking the walk. So really be clear in who you build in your network because you want to build your peeps so that all tides rise together, that not yeah. only are we making a living and banging it out and doing a great job, but we're serving more and more people from this just place of love, care, and respect. That is what sales is all about. Janelle, you're a love. I could talk to you all day. Thank so, you. I know. I enjoyed this. Oh, so much fun. So, guys, <laughs> if you would like to talk to Janelle or you really are an ideal, potential ideal client for her, please, yeah. please email her directly. She's amazing. She responds immediately. She's a, she's a lunatic with her email. Reach out to her, as am I. It's a 24-hour return I on know, my emails because otherwise you're telling people you don't matter, and that that breaks my heart. So yes. uh, reach out to Janelle at Janelle, period, Kennedy, at alderus.net. I want to just spell it out. So it's J-A-N-E-L-L-E, period, Kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, at sign, alderus, A-L-D-E-R-U-S, dot net. It's not a .com, guys. It's a .net. So Janelle.Kennedy at Alderus.net. I will post that on the show notes for you guys. And, of course, if you need more Connie, I hope you do need more Connie in your life, everybody. We all um, need more Connie. We all need more <laughs> Connie. Yay! Uh, go to my website. Um, everything that I dork out about is on my website. So go to Um my, my CSA, the Communication Style Assessment's there. I have some free downloadable templates there. My shows are there. Uh, my master classes are there. My books are there. Anything you need is there as well as how to reach me. So just go to WhitmanAssos.com. It's a one-stop shop for you. And again, Janelle.Kennedy at Alderus.net. Find her, reach out to her, connect with her, maybe even just network with her. If yes, you think that, that your peeps can use Janelle's service and, and you love Janelle, um, again, we want to build those like-minded networks. So that together we we're we're gonna we're gonna create world domination and and, right, and baby. yeah baby <laughs> and it's all gonna be this heart centered love and everybody's I know everybody's rolling their eyes again at me Janelle as they drive right um, thank you so much for being on for a fun episode and everyone I really hope that just our conversation of how we get real with our clients just helps you kind of figure out how to be real with your peeps because you you, you got to come from that place of integrity. And for me, it's always a, a place of love. So um, please, I, I hope that our conversation helped. 
Um, thanks again, Janelle. And Thank ever- you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, and you guys, I hope you'll join me weekly as we question and build um, and discover together that being a heart-centered sales leader or just a heart-centered leader is truly easy. And it really can help you grow and embrace sales, which is wonderful, but it can help you grow your business. It can help you grow your network. All the things we talk about, it's really about sharing and caring and and building that commitment um, to each other. And I think that's important. Thank you all for tuning in to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast with me, your Heart-Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thank you and open your minds to the client relationships that really are possible and become the heart-centered sales leader or a heart-centered leader you're destined to be become. And I am just honored and truly privileged to have you on your journey with my journey and us together. So thanks for tuning in. Till next week. You've been listening to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.